Hi everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. Yes, I have a beautiful guest for you today. My friend, spirit medium, and producer, Rob Thompson. But before I bring on Rob, where's Patty? I'm home. If you are listening to this on the week we first dropped, I am home. I am home. Um, the big event I have here in Los Angeles is the Vampire Ball on the 19th. And actually there's like three or four events all leading up to it. So come to LA if you're not already here. People come from all over. We have the Biltmore is where we're staying. It's at the Globe Theater. Go to EndlessNight.com. Um, come dress up, put on your fangs and play with the vampires. They're good vampires, don't tell anybody. Yes, with Father Sebastian. So EndlessNight.com in February. And then I am gonna throw off my ball gown and jump on a plane for dark water cruise through the Caribbean. So dark water cruise, the Wraith Chasers, my partner in Paraflix, Natalie is going to be there. Um, all sorts of great people. So time to start making your plans. If you have not signed up for my newsletter, I don't send much out, but when I do, it'll be, here's my calendar. Like every two months I send something out on my website at pattynegri.com because I can't keep it in my head. So I can't remember to tell you. So, cause I never know where I am. But that's kind of it. So in town Tuesday, I'm teaching at my school, University Magicus. Uh, very, very affordable for all live Zoom classes. If you don't even want to come live, you get a video the next day. Small intimate classes where I teach mediumship, psychic development, witchcraft, spellcrafting, all sorts of magic. And I have over 20 other teachers now teaching all sorts of beautiful, magical, spiritual left of center, right of center, magical things to bring into your life. So that Wednesday, what are you doing Wednesday? What are you doing Wednesday? Which is movie coven. Of course you are. Grab your popcorn, grab a drink, wrap up in your witches movie coven blanket. And let's talk witches and movies and scary movies and other witchy movies and more scary movies. A lot of haunted dolls lately, but um, I am with Heather Green and Jason Mankey and Courtney Buckley and J Richard Layala Lard and we talk movies. And you guys, because it's live, you guys get to chime in. Tell us what you like. Tell us what we don't like. Wands up, wands down. So that's every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, whatever else in the middle on YouTube and sometimes on Facebook when they feel like it, but go to my YouTube page. So that's it. Where's Patty? I am right here with you. Tune in. <laughs> Guess what time it is? It is time for the Wiggly Wiggly Willow Report. There's our opening yawn every week without fail. I have the best, best, best report today. Guess what? Willow's going to be a cover girl. Yep. Yep. We just found out that Willow and I are going to be on the cover of the March issue of K9 magazine. Yep. My little girl is finally following in the footsteps of her predecessor, Dora, who had a cover with Mike Tyson. She doesn't get to be with Mike Tyson, but she gets to be with Mama on K9 magazine. I'm so excited. We're starting our photo shoot diet right now. We're going to get her groomed this week. We got to start 
really working on our camera technique <laughs> and better lighting. But I was going to keep it a secret. I was even going to keep it a secret from her daddy, Carrie, and just like, and look, the cover of a magazine. But I don't know how to keep a secret. So I thought I would announce it to you guys because we just found out. The Little Willow is going to be a cover, though. K9magazine.com. That's my girl. I'm such a proud mama. <laughs> That's the Willow Report. Everybody, for today's magic lesson, I thought I would talk about daily magic to make your life happier. We've had a couple bad years throughout life, and you know, life is tough sometimes, but there's some little tiny things that you can do that actually make your life happier, and you have full control over it. So I'm going to start out with every single day, no matter how little time you have, do one thing that brings you joy. Just one thing. I mean, maybe do two or maybe do three, but not the stuff you have to do, not the stuff you need to do that you're supposed to do or your responsibility. I'm saying outside the housework or the work or the family, something that just makes you giddy and joyous and content inside. It's literally like going to the gas station for your heart and soul. If you drive a gas car, you got to stop for gas or you got to charge in an electric we have to do that too. And we get stuck in the, what they call the rat race. And oh, I go to work, I come home, I do this. Okay, here, even with our spiritual practice, even with it's like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, it's a Sabbath. We forget to just do something that brings us joy. Whether it's jumping up and down on your bed with your kid, taking a walk in a park, taking up a new hobby or a habit or something you've always wanted to do but never had time to, make time to do it. Even if it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, I promise, one thing a day that brings you joy will change everything. And another thing to do every day is don't do the same thing every day. We fall into habits because life is like that. We go to work every day. So try to not do things by rote, automatic pilot, phoned in, asleep at the wheel, all the words we use too much. Every day, it's like if you go to work one way every day, one day, Take a different route just for the heck of it. If you always wear your hair up, one day wear your hair down. Um, if you always call your mom on Tuesdays, call her on Wednesday. Don't do things by habit. Do things like, oh, I'm going to turn left here. I usually turn right. I'm wear, wear something that you would never wear, a little more conservative, a little more not conservative, something that takes you out of a pattern. Because we get stuck in patterns and patterns get boring and then you can fall back into that just way of being. And the more we want to be aware and not like this is going to happen, you don't want to know what's going to happen. And the next thing I want everybody to do, besides do something different every day, besides do something that brings you joy every day, do something that scares you just a little bit every day. Now, I don't mean scares you like jump off a mountain or into a pool and you don't know how to swim. I mean something that's just a little bit outside of your comfort level. Because guess what? All the good stuff in our life is always the stuff that's just a little outside of our comfort level. It's a little scary and it's so empowering. Even that, I'm going to wear bright red lipstick and I always wear nudes. Wear that bright red lipstick and wow, I survived it. I was a little nervous. I was a little this, but the empowerment that you feel afterwards going, nobody killed me. I'm alive. This was great. So 
don't do something different every day. Do something that brings you joy every day and do something that's a little scary or outside of your comfort level every day. Like make that phone call, ask out that person you've wanted to ask out for the last three weeks, three months, three years. Just do it. Just do it. Hold your breath. Jump in. And the other thing to deal with that is change your idea about fear. Fear, we've lived in fear for a couple of years. Fear literally can freeze you in your tracks. Fear can make you not make that phone call, not ask that person all, not ask for a raise. Or fear's a million dollar industry that I'm in. We pay money to watch scary TV shows. We pay money to watch scary movies and ride roller coasters and do adventure travel. Why not take that same, I'm so scared to ride the roller coaster into, I'm so scared to ask for a raise, but I'm going to do it. So freeze you in your tracks, catatonic or inspiring with like, ah, go for the ah. I promise it'll make your life better. And my last thing, and I talk about it, and we'll do a whole lesson is just follow the moon cycles. Just follow the moon cycles. We have such powerful moons right now. Right now, like the moon's waning, I'm going to let go. You wake up in the morning, go, the moon's waning, I'm going to let go of what's not serving me. On the, on the waxing moon, the moon's waxing, I'm going to add something that brings me happiness. Every full moon, get out there, be in joy, be in gratitude. Every new moon, that's when you go inside. Hmm, how do I feel now? What do I want now? Not what does the world want for me? Those four or five little things, I promise, could take you to the next level in happiness, in productiveness, in sheer joy and expansion of life. So write it on your fingers if you have to. Do something different every day. Do something that brings you joy every day, even for a few minutes. Do something a little bit scary every day and follow the moon. I'll see you next week and you're going to go, oh my God, this is the best week ever. You have the power, and if you don't have the power, get it back because you've given it away to somebody or something. That's next week's lesson. Thanks for, thanks, just thanks. Thanks for being you. Thanks for watching or thanks for listening. I am honored that you guys spend this time with me. Now, go live your life. Bye. Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yep that hour of the day, whenever you happen to be tuning in, when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have some very special magic for you today, a wonderful friend I've got to know the last couple of years. So let me introduce to you British spirit medium and producer Rob Thompson. He's traveled the world to audiences on both sides of the Atlantic. Over the last 12 years, Rob has starred on the TV show The Ghost Finders on Paraflix, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, and The Spirit Channel. He also stars on Paranormal 911 on the Travel Channel and on the new season of A Haunting on Discovery+. Plus. Let me introduce you, my friend, Rob Thompson. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on. Well, the Patty, uh, you know, that that's that's just the best send-on I've ever had, like, <laughs> probably thank you the, it, the pleasure is mine being here it really is and uh, uh it's just fantastic to be on the show oh thank you yes yeah, so we met we met in the uk right so for a guy who's living here but goes there we met at bosworth hall doing festival of the unexplained i think and yes, um, yes. all the wonderful people there like don't tell anybody but you're my favorite i'm like oh my god this beautiful man this beautiful child beautiful, all this stuff. you know your daughter set up shop and it was fabulous 
my daughter yeah she's my lily uh she actually just turned six she does she's kind of my sort of pr sweetener in advance because you know she'll she'll well there i mean it was it was funny because she had she decided i've got my own shop and i've got my markers from my dad's um you know photos seeing as he's you know not signing anything uh, <laughs> and uh, she was like i'm gonna do your nails with the it's marker it's the new um it's the new fashion and no one would walk past her so after like two hours it was like I looked at her table and there's this like pile of pound coins. <laughs> she doesn't know what it is. It's all just like, but she was having a blast. Yeah. yeah. No, she was that adorable. Was, that was a lot of fun. Um, and um, uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, to do it. I thought, oh yeah, we did uh, another gig out in um, Wisconsin. Yes, together. yes, the Wisconsin uh, gig. That was, I never yeah. remember where I am. I rarely know where, I barely know where I am, but it's, yeah, Wisconsin. That was it. That was, that was fun awesome. too. So um, we'll get to the uh, paranormal and how you got there. So tell everybody if they don't know after all these seasons, what the Ghost Finders is. I mean, you've done amazing with this little independent show. What's the Ghost Finders? So the Ghost Finders is, um, is really uh, a, it's 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 really a, a visual interpretation of um, my point of view of my own personal uh, way of investigation, which is really more about um, uh, an, an approach that is akin to an introduction, for example, that you would make with someone. Uh, that maybe a neighbor at the end of your you know garden you go to get the mail hey how are you doing you know you know how you been and, and all the rest of it very genuine very straightforward and um emphasis on respect um so um one of the things that i i wanted to do when i started out this and and, and this is after moving here about 25 years ago moving from the US, uh, the uk um to the Netherlands, from the Netherlands to here, that um, I decided uh, I, I wanted to combine really my only two passions um, at that point, uh, my main two passions, which was the uh, paranormal and filmmaking. Um, and it really never too much occurred to me to, to do that. Um, very much in the UK, it's, it's all about, um, uh, well, yeah, you know, I, I would say to my mum, you know, I, I want to work in television, mum. This is, you know, this is me, age six, seven, eight years old, and she's just like, oh, that's lovely, uh, that's really nice. Um, well, I saw a notice in the post office and the elastic factory, uh, the knicker elastic factory, are hiring. Um, so why don't you go and put and and that's that and that I get because it wasn't like my, my mom wasn't supportive or anything it was just realistic you know because back then in the 80s in the early 80s um it was very it was very much a mindset in, in um the uk of yeah uh, you're lucky if you get any kind of a job um you know margaret thatcher was busy running our country into the ground and bringing it good things um happy happy and you know so riots, unemployment. Um, yeah, things were really great. So, I mean, I was just like, of the, of the mentality, yeah, I'm going to join the army, went off, 
joined the army so that I was kind of away from that whole system yet within the system. Um, after that, I moved to London um, where I was like a drop in the ocean. Um, and then I, after that, I moved to the Netherlands, lived there for about eight years and um, uh, moved to the States back in 97. And, uh, and, and that was when I first began to consider the idea of filmmaking and, you know, paranormal as a combination, but not at all really for TV, just more for my own, you know, record uh, purposes. Um, but yeah, as, as far as uh, being, uh, as far as mediumship is concerned, that's something I pushed away for most of my life. Yeah, that's my next question. Paranormal is one thing. We know lots yeah. and lots of paranormal investigations, but you're a beautiful spirit medium. Was that something that you knew from childhood or you developed with the paranormal thing? How'd that path come along? Well, thank you. I, 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 well, uh, I had my first experience as a medium, I would say then, uh, probably, although I didn't know it at the time, I was probably about eight, nine years old. Uh, my mother was a housekeeper in a stately mansion um, for friends of the royals and so it was bizarre because mum was she raised me on her own so she was she'd be downstairs you know like cooking and i'd be up in the servants apartment uh you know just hanging out reading watching a bit of tv or whatever so it was alone there's a lot of hours uh, and a lot of thinking and, and you've got um a pretty creepy mansion a beautiful mansion but creepy as hell for a child that age sort of growing up and sure enough spirits started um people started appearing that i could see i didn't i could see by their reaction that they knew i could see them and then dialogue began and honestly it scared the crap out of me it, it i just i thought <laughs> i thought okay well i'm bonkers yeah i guess you know that's 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 all there is too i didn't know what was what, what was happening to me and a lot of turmoil going on so um uh there was a lot of bullying going on in my life you know oh yeah you know the you know, little rural village in england um so the last thing i was going to do was tell friends oh guys you know you want another reason to bully me i see dead people and i talk to them <laughs> you know so i just kept it to myself pushed it out uh i used to to um if mum was working a dinner party, like really long hours, I'd take her little eight millimeter camera, is showing my age now, and I would go around the, the corridors and the basements and stuff like late at night snooping around. I mean, I probably would have gotten her fired if I'd been caught, but because the place was like something out of a Christopher Lee movie for the, for the love of God. Um, and so that's what started it all. I pushed it all out and did so for most of my life um, until it kind of resurfaced in my uh, 30s um, and then it resurfaced I pushed it out again there's a lot of stuff going on I decided to spend a couple of years traveling the world um, Africa Egypt um, Indonesia India most of Europe and um, and then when I moved to the States, it crept back. So this was, 
and I can tell you exactly when. It was two two weeks right after uh, Princess Diana uh, passed away in '97. I think it was September in '97, and I uh, I just moved here, and that was how I know because it's just like that from I gauge from that point. Two weeks after that, Robbie, hi Robbie. And she's looking at me now because I'm saying this, my spirit guide, Josie. Uh, well, Josie was, for about two years, she was my nanny um, at, uh, yeah. At, for in human my... form, in human. Yes. In human alive, form. alive, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, God, I know that voice. <laughs> what the hell? And I, I got up out of bed and I, I looked out the window and no one's ever called me Robbie, like nobody. Like, but her, maybe one my cousins, but, but yeah, nobody else, nobody in America. And I looked out of the window and I'm like, and no one there. And then again, no, I'm here, Robbie. No, 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 not out there. And I was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and there she was. I recognized it. It was like, you know that those flashes before you're like you know they say your life flashes before you you know before you die or well this wasn't obviously before I died because I'm still here but it was like that a million miles an hour of like in post-production at a deadline um and she was just like I'm here now and I'm gonna look after you and um it, it, I just I could I just thought okay it's either a really vivid dream or I am like you know like what is going on uh and and I couldn't really ignore it from that point um it turned out to to be a very helpful sort of a that sort of a GPS system for me to to really help me evaluate situations and and, and people um i started the ghost finders in 2010 a local channel just put it on for shits and giggles and got a lot of calls about it can we you know see some more of that it was so rough shot it was it was really rough around the edges and it was like (laughs) blair witch it wasn't even as good as it was just really rough but it was a lot of fascinating stuff that i was getting out of, of that and some crazy um you know some some crazy findings so ghost finders was born in 2010 and then we just really never looked back um about five seasons into it after having people on who were me who were mediums because i didn't have the bottle to come out as a medium um until about season five so wow. before that i would just have guest mediums on the show um and then a friend of mine Derek cora God bless his um, soul, uh, who died about um, two years ago. That's said like three years ago. Um, and he said to me, Rob, put your big boy pants on, all right? And get out there, come out and as a medium and do it. Just do it. There's no good time. And if you're worried about what people think, well, you shouldn't be in TV in the first place. Um, that is true. I... And I've, <laughs> I love that because you're like, put your big boy pants on, but you have a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you're, yeah, the, you're, yeah. you're the only person I know who has a nanny. I love that. And and the ch child and growing. Oh, no. I so so Josie is like your sidekick, right? So does she does she mediate for you between other spirits or open yes. the door for you? So is, is like yes. Sometimes she we don't. Sometimes uh, we don't get each other. It takes a little while because she'll be like waiting for something from me and I'm waiting for something from her. But then when, when the connection goes, um, is often she's, I see her as like my spiritual sort of like bouncer. So uh, hopefully when I'm doing a reading, whether it be at an event or a Zoom reading or, or, or you know, remote or whatever, whatever, uh, it, it will, it will be, it, it's a very big help to me because she'll also help figure out uh, if, if this person is connected with the person who is asked to come through, um, which says a lot, a lot of the time, especially, you know, in a group situation, you know, that, that can't right. be the case, you know, not the case. Um, and I've only really done a few, um, I haven't done too many gallery, I've uh, done a few and they were, you know, fantastic. And I did those with uh, Diet Rene, who's my um, uh, mediumship master teacher. And uh, she- We love Diet, is... we know Diet, we love Diet, yes. Yeah, she, she, uh, She's certified um, under uh, Lisa Williams, who's a, uh, a British um, medium and uh, TV medium. So yeah, I mean, she she really has steered me over the last couple of years just to really um, to, to develop this gift instead of, well, what I was doing, which was very dangerous and really, really kind of silly. Uh, when I came out, I just was going at it like a bull in a china shop, just, and, letting um, spirit imprint on me, uh, in some cases, uh, speak through me. Very frightening, because I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't shielding. I didn't know. Uh, there, there was, it, it was just very naive. So I went in yeah. like that. Now, if, if, yeah, you've got to learn, you've got to protect, you've got to do, and I'm going to go there with it now. But what you probably had going for you, even though you just jumped in the pool without knowing how to swim yet, but you always, you started your show with doing with respect. So that was probably saved your butt. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I, I think there's a, there's a, a sort of a, a misconception out there with some people and, and, and uh, you know, that um, for whatever reason that when you pass, you suddenly want to be talked to, uh, to in a belligerent uh, manner, and um, and barked orders at uh, like a circus animal. Um, I don't get that personally, but there is, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't either. And they are much more likely to talk to you if you talk nicely. That's the thing. And people are slowly learning that. But so speaking of protection, though. Um, what are some of the protections? Do you work? Do you work within your faith, your belief system? Do you? How do you? How do you protect yourself other than what you're learning in, in, as your as a medium? But how? What would you suggest anybody out there, whether they're developing their mediumship gifts or not? Well, for me personally, um, you know, I'm I'm very um, universal spiritual, so I'm eclectic. Um, I take a little bit, like yourself, you know, a little paganism. A little Wiccan, you know, um, a little of this, a little bit of that, and um, <clears throat> some of the some of the pagan disciplines and and um, you know are, are very are very close to my heart. Not just 
because of uh, their meanings, uh, but also because my, I do have pagan ancestry um, in my, which you never could tell, you know, um, <laughs> Scottish. Any of the Scots, you know, were kind of like, you know, with the uh, the Norwegians and, and the Danish and the Swedish. But so that's also part uh, of, of it. Um, I love the for me it's really about more about that's how my perception of he heaven is valhalla than it is about some dude floating around on a cloud uh with a long beard and you know it it's just uh it's it's really about revisiting your life as you imprinted it on the planet in this life experience um and if you did so with nobility and with honesty in your heart that um you, you would have that in the in the next life because i very much also believe that this is this is this is this is death this life experience now is death and our birth much like the ancient egyptians believed uh, is the underworld you know our death is actually our birth so it's right. there 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 are some core things i take out of other uh, I'm, I'm a lot of people tell you I'm very Buddhist. I'm like ridiculous when it comes to like I'm the anti-pagan when it comes to animals. Like I won't. It's it's ridiculous. I won't even squash a fly. I don't. Honey. I won't either. Uh, be, <laughs> so I'm like Buddhist in in that in that sense. Um, so none of it makes a whole lot of sense. But um, it's not just about imagery. It's it's also about key aspects of, of various religions that. Uh, but my but love is my main religion. Ah, we we go to the same church then. <laughs> to me, love it conquers all. I mean, there's you can name a thousand song titles if nothing else. Um, and I and I I think we're very much along. I I really lean towards the pagan because I'm very elemental in my work and my magic and my craft. Yeah. So that's my lead. But I borrow from everybody. And my afterlife, very much the same thing. I kind of think it's kind of like ancient Sumerian belief system is kind of, you, you kind of create the heaven and go to what you believe in, almost matrixy like. And it is who you are, what you do on this world that, that sends you off. So um, and, and I, when I remember meeting you, I, I guess we were at Basel, UK. Do you still have the bracelet, this arm, this arm? I still, I still have, I wear a lot of silver um so um i get i get i get bling sent to me um silver for because i don't know it's not like i hate the gold or anything but i just find silver very protective and pure very puring purifying i think that um that uh, it serves me well so there's a company called uh shameless plug clocks <laughs> okay. and colors <laughs> clocks and colors.com and um and they send me this this wonderful um handmade so, uh, solid silver 925 sterling jewelry and um and they just want me to you know wear it so people ask me you know i saw that you with the k2 in your hand or i saw you with the the bracelet on where'd you get that um because but honestly i don't before then i wasn't really a big bling wearer uh but i find if I go into a, a location, this is what I do. I'll take a, a, an item off, like a ring, okay? 
and that's me opening up for business the bubble up and that's my my uh open for business uh, little uh, uh sign in the window yeah um, that's what i remember that's what i remember you met i think at the time maybe you had a stone bracelet along with all your beautiful silver and you went from this arm to that mark open for yes. business closed like i do yeah. i do hands breath and hand signal closed up i still hide my thumb and now i'm closed open i'm open you don't stay that way or anything so so i the same thing but that i just like oh how nice the, you did a at that particular time bracelet left arm to right arm right to left. i love that so that's what i was getting to the move this take this off move this so. Yeah, I, I switch it up. And I, I, I think um, that it, uh, it, well, as you know, I mean, it, for me, it's, it's just really to program to reinforce, you know, into my own head, you know, where I need to be, you know, like a button, an on off button. Um, not that there really is an off button, because we, we wish sometimes there was. Um, and um, and no, uh, very big into black tourmaline, into uh, quartz, uh, amethyst, um, you know, rose quartz, uh, very much into um, to those protective uh, stones. Um, I love jasper and jade. Um, now I, I'd be I'd be walking around looking like some kind of deity, uh, you know, if I if I. <laughs> if I if I really let it go, <laughs> but you are you are a deity. We all you know you are. I do believe that we have God, whatever word you want to use for within ourselves. We are. That's mm -hmm. what makes us special. We have the human, the mundane side, and we have that that magic side, and then we have free will, which they don't all have. So, yeah, you can walk around like that. It's okay. You can bling out. <laughs> um. So what do you think now? Again, your eleventh season that you're just keep going the show. I don't and paranormal isn't getting old. It's just increasing, increasing, increasing. What do you think your reasons are that for that? Well, so I mean, for me, for me, it's it's uh, it's a whole new paradigm that we've that we've entered over the last three years, and by that I mean we've gone from death being sort of three years ago so pre pre covid you know being uh, oh that's a shame you know that happened to it being everywhere it just inescapable uh just literally nobody doesn't know someone who died from covid i mean it's just yeah. you know and when it all started the whole the the whole you know end of days feeling i think really that that shock wow we really did take everything for granted and, and and maybe this is it maybe this is the end of day um that made jolted us back to reality and made us think or maybe jolted us out of reality and into the truth um and made us really forcibly embrace death like we've never done before because what that happens once in a century we hope um something like that so that i think got people more uh comfortable talking about death and then as a result we're asking more questions um is okay. what i think happened you know there and that's yeah. why 
that the the shows re-emerged because if you remember networks were were really not um they were cutting back on on paranormal content i know universal were and um it was like five years you couldn't <clears throat> you know give paranormal content away um but now it's sort of all come full circle and i think people are doing new fresh original things with it um and I love the stuff, for example, that you're doing with Ghost Adventures and um, with uh, all the projects that, you, that, that I've seen you on. And also, I think the, the less discussed aspects of the paranormal, but the, the, the deeply spiritual uh, aspects are more are coming to the fore with yeah. witchcraft, with, um, uh, you know, um, everything you know soothsayers and shamanistic yes. uh, all of it um it, so it's an exciting new paradigm that i'm thrilled to be a very small part of yeah and, no a um, big part of you are a large part of you were up there with it no i agree wholeheartedly i think it covid i think we know when times get scary and tough, people traditionally, I just talked about this on George North, would go back to their faith, go back to church, go back to temple. That's not keeping up some people. Yes. And that's not keeping up for everybody, but that's not working for me. So again, therefore the rise in new age and paganism and witchcraft, largest growing religion belief system. But I still think there's some people it's like, I don't want religion. I don't even want any kind of spirituality. I just need to know there's something more than I see on this TV screen every day. So I'm going to go hunt ghosts. I'm going to become a paranormal investigator. So they, they want to know there's something more than this if everybody died of COVID. But then they backdoor in. They don't want, it's almost like a new religion. But then they get there and then they really experience, oh my gosh, it's real. And then they discover a belief system or a pattern or a faith of their own so they can navigate it. Because yeah. again, like you, I'm all over the place because it's to me, whatever words you use, it's how you navigate, how you navigate this life, how you navigate everything. So I think that's why it is. It's the new religion, it's good, bad and indifferent. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and if you think about their, their, their religions like Rastafarianism, you know, where um, for example, you know, they won't say certain words because they realize how powerful just saying, even writing those words, t typing those words are. And I say this to people all the time. And some of you know, people, not so much now, because, you know, they've seen it play out in their lives. But I, the, the people will, you know, wake up in the morning and I'll say, like, you know, what do you do? What's your first thought? Oh, shit. Uh, you know, well, the mother-in-law is probably going to come, um, you know, by today. And, oh, that sucks because we hate each other. And, um, you know, uh, oh, I forgot to pay the car insurance. So that's, uh, you know, so I'm like, so the first couple of minutes of you waking are about problems, 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 what you fear is going to happen. What you're sending out is all basically about fear and negativity and self um loathing you know for shortcomings whatever and they're like well yeah I, I mean no but that's what i think i'm like yeah but that's actually what you're sending out there so the universe isn't like it's just the universe is busy it's got a lot of stuff going on so it's like a kitchen with all those like water tabs uh, up there it's not going oh i wonder why he wants a hamburger with extra cheese do you think he's a cheese uh, guy or you know <laughs> it's just like 
Uh, I just see, okay, uh, uh, so mother-in-law, ex-mother-in-law, okay, yeah, so, so uh, turn uh, to Elektrikov, um, uh, so, uh, accident, uh, uninsured uh, in the car, uh, okay, yeah, and sends it out. The waitress comes and brings you everything that you've put out there. Um, and it was really, it was really people like um, Esther, um, from um, Abraham Hicks, uh, who, and, and Teal Swan, and people like that, who really just blew me away and changed my whole perception of how to help manifest positivity in my life and how to cut out those energy vampires and those, that negativity. Yeah. Um, and it changed my life. Yeah. Patty, like overnight, like overnight. It, I no agree wholeheartedly. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, we create our lives. We sit there. You know, it's like that. You know, the two wolves at your door. Which wolf lives? The one you feed. I mean, all that glass half empty, glass half full. All those things are are true. We create yeah. it. So, um, anyway, oh my gosh, time is just flying. So tell people uh, before we go. I have a million questions. We'll just have to have you back. Or I'll have to see you at all these paracons everywhere, and or both. Um, but tell people where if they're all going. Wow, I like this guy. Tell people where they can find you, what you have coming up, social media, websites, etc., etc., etc. So um, I've got to be uh, doing um, uh, a bunch of different. Um, uh, actually, Zillow on March fourth. We've got uh, a fantastic event that is a charity event for uh, dogs. Uh, Portographs Parafest, and that's number four. That's it's not pantograph, so it's not for pants. Put <laughs> <laughs> no. There's yeah. a little typo there from our producer. <laughs> that's, that's okay. You know what? That's it. It's sometimes a little rough. <laughs> I know. Dad joke. Sorry. I, I would do a fundraiser for pants. I like pants. Uh, you know, how can you not? And Tim Mail is is uh, uh, organizes that every year, and he does not just that; he does a number of these uh, around the country. And uh, so that's in Ann Arbor, in Michigan, um, on March fourth. And then um, I also have uh, coming up in May, uh, Penhurst Paracon and Oddities Expo, and that's May nineteenth to the twenty first in Spring City in Pennsylvania. Looking forward to that one because Penhurst is very close to my heart. Got a lot uh, of history with there. I wasn't a patient, but uh, but yeah, um, that's a good one. Uh, really looking forward to that. Some um, incredible people going to be at that uh, event. Um, I've also got um, a, uh, a re reemergence uh, over the pond. I will be uh, once again attending the Festival of the Unexplained um, at Bosworth Hall near Nuneaton in uh, the UK, September 14th through the 17th. It's fabulous. Um, so that's that's just what I got confirmed, I think, uh, uh, for the time being. I think there's a, there, there are some other dates that are coming up. Watch your show. Yeah. Um, your show is everywhere. I saw you on a bus. I, I was so impressed. I, <laughs> I saw a picture of your face and your show on a bus in the UK. I'm like, he's made it. Oh, my God, he's on a Bus. You know what? God, I, God bless Photoshop. What can I tell you? you know, <laughs> it, 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 fake it till you make it, darling. You know, and, and the thing is, uh, 
you know, one of the, the irony, I suppose you could say, is we just came out in the UK with um, the Ghost Finders on Amazon Prime in the UK, so .co.uk. Um, and, and the irony of that is that I'm British. So British, uh, not many people in my home yeah. country know about the Ghost Finders. So that's all going to change because we're going to film some episodes this year in the UK. Uh, which I'm looking forward to doing in okay. April. Yeah. That is awesome. So, okay. So, okay. Website, social media. If and, get um, yeah, if people want uh, uh, to do a reading, um, I do uh, uh, Zoom readings uh, remotely. Um, you can go to calendly.com forward slash Rob Thompson Spirit Medium and um, choose a, 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 an open date schedule, um, a reading for 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever works for you. And I'd be absolutely delighted to uh, reach out and see if we can connect you with a past loved one spirit um, and help either side or both find closure. It's a very beautiful thing. And um, uh, yeah, I enjoy each and every one, whether it be remotely or right in front of you at an event uh, would love to make your acquaintance. Thank you so much. You guys check him out. He's, he's, he's beautiful working with him. I've seen him in action. We've done things together at Bosworth Hall. Um, and um, so he's fabulous. So check him out, find him on media, find him everywhere, find him on buses. <laughs> so Thanks. thank you, Rob. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, darling, sweetheart, for, for having me on and uh, uh, for all of the fantastic work that you do in this field. Um, uh, you're just such an inspiration. And uh, please give my best to Zach as well. I will. So thank you for visiting The Witching Hour. You guys, check them out.